Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. I think I already said this, though. On the- hey, Sam. Hey, yo. Hi, Sam. Hi. Hey, hey Sam. Welcome to the Journey <laughs> hey. Now podcast. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm here today. Um, I'm your host. This is Tim Timmons. We've got Sam Barnhart over here to my left. Hello. Joining us from Journey on My Mind. We've got Sweet Kevin over there. Also joining us from Journey on My Mind. Yes. (laughs) And then we've got wonderful Susie. (laughs) W.S. Um, We were trying to think of things to make fun of Mike about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not here. I mean, I think that's a great start. Yeah. I mean, and there, I mean. There's a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. We had a nickel. (laughs) Yeah. but we were talking about something and somebody called Kevin a bully and then then we started going ooh we had names bully like, ooh, names this person was kind of a bully yeah. third grade bully third grade bully to be specific yes. yeah yeah well I don't know that grade bully. third grade yeah it was around that time maybe fourth fifth um, was Shane Spidell that was uh, his name that's a terrible name <clears throat> I know I think I've mentioned it before mm. maybe on Journey on My Mind maybe but um, yeah it just but that just sounds like a a bully. Name what was the other one? Forest. Forest Carpenter. That was middle school. <laughs> Forest Carpenter. Forest Carpenter. Okay, were you ever a bully to anybody? I, I was. Uh, Regrettably. Yeah, re- yeah, yeah. And actually, um, this was in elementary school, and this new kid came showed up at school, and I I was fairly I was newer, and I'm like I gotta you know of course I weighed all of about thirty seven pounds. Right. I was not a very intimidating <laughs> right. Right. fellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the whole day, I'm just like, hey, I'm going to fight you after school. Like, I was just like, I was that kid. Yeah, I, yeah, it was like, yeah. Fight, fight, yeah. fight, fight. Yeah, like Christmas story bully yeah. or something. Um, you know, so so anyway, so uh, we get. did you fight him? Yeah, I fought him. Okay, uh, wow. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> um, so I really, I, one of the lessons I learned is you should probably know something about something, or it's helpful to know something yes. about somebody. Yeah, or um, fighting. Yeah, one or yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah, or how to fight, yeah. yeah. But I, uh, I just remember it, in my mind it was a movie. Like I'm, go- I'm out the hall and I, everybody's lined up in the hallways just oh, cheering yeah. for me as we yeah. walk out the front door. And, and this kid comes up and I'm like, I'm posted up. And, yeah. you know, I'm like, this is like, like I said, third, fourth grade fight. So yeah. at that point I didn't realize, like everybody thinks they're a great fighter until they get punched in the face, <laughs> right? Like that show, then immediately you realize... Because I, I was just planning on like maybe wrestling a little bit, and this kid just went at me. Slap I fight. No, yeah, like yeah. yeah, and there was no slap fight to this. It was um, well, wow. if you've seen me in my nose, you know that um, you there was let, a number of times that I that I, that? Uh, I was yeah. talking when I should have been listening. Yeah. Is the uh, thing so. Yeah. Um, I cannot picture you picking a fight with anybody. Well, I was the only that was the only one that I ever picked, <laughs> and then I got picked on. Yeah. You know. Because you got bigger, like 40 no, pounds? Yeah, because yeah, I was all of you. I wrestled like 69 pounds in seventh grade, if that tells you how big I was. Oh, wow. I was, I was tiny. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's so much about Sam that's like that. Like, I, you know, Sam was in a band for years and has all so these many band layers stories. To Sam. You yeah. guys, these stories, these are things that you'd go, what, who? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dorman, it's our care pastor. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. that kind of stuff that. And the genius, you guys, earlier, and I can't even go into the story because it's totally inappropriate. Not like we don't tell totally inappropriate things on this podcast, but this was like legit yeah. inappropriate, but really funny. <laughs> but we're talking about something just so stupid and say like, whoa, this is one time in high school. I mean, which is basically, I don't know, like in your counseling sessions, you know, yeah. somebody goes, oh, 
I was in the. That's where I. That's where I have to have a. I was level in my car yeah, with my friend. Like, oh, your in my car with my friend. This if one time, I filtered. Ate a cat. Filters. Yeah. If they're appropriate. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it helps me connect, you know. Verbal. But yeah. My. Yeah, I I have self control. Yeah. Mo- sometimes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh my god. It's always gosh. dangerous to have Tim and Sam on a podcast yeah. together. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've literally don't think I haven't thought about this, Sam. Like just if we just walked around and just talked to people <laughs> just, and just told stories and listened to stories and just were just jack asses together, yeah. I thought that would be the best thing ever. It would be so we would be canceled in so. <laughs> Point three seconds, because yeah, yeah. it'd be funny as crap, but it'd be yeah. so crass and well, awesome. I mean, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm in. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Just do it for us. Yeah. What do we call? We that? don't have to show yeah. anybody. We can yeah. call it DS. Yeah. No dumb stories. Yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. Anyways, from bullies to okay. Yeah. All right, Edwin, you're gonna have to edit all of that. I'm teasing. I'm so glad that Sam Edwin's decided. on vacation. Oh, never mind, oh, Edwin. So what were we gonna say about Mike? Know. Uh-huh. What oh, were we going to say about Mike? Mike? Yeah, that was weird. It went from like, let's make fun of Mike to now <laughs> well, let's make fun of Sam for 10 minutes. That's kind of the show. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. To actually do yeah, it. Yeah, we can do that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I'm an easy. Yeah, what do they think about um, politics? Hey, Sam, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one time. Um, yeah, I can't think. I mean, we've made so much fun of Mike about Mike with Cinnamon Beach. Is he at Cinnamon Beach? No, he's, no, in, he's Cali. in California. Oh, that's oh wow. right. Yes, he went to the land of. Whatever you That's want to right. call that these days, yeah. Because, dear listener, you know that we've made fun of him because he went to a place called Cinnamon Beach, but none of us thought was even a place. I, it, <laughs> yeah. I still don't. Yeah. It was like he got on the map. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and so. Yeah. And so, one of our dear listeners is his brother Brad. Right. Oh, oh he's okay. gonna go visit Brad. Oh. Oh, that's what he tells us, Brad. If yeah, he let doesn't us know. If he's out there. You yeah. find him. He's visiting Brad <laughs> and he's visiting the other Kevin in Taco. Ah, what if he's actually at Cinnamon Beach, but he felt so embarrassed to say so that he was yeah. going back? I don't right. think he gets embarrassed. That's probably That's true. true. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's let's do that next time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of embarrassing, um, <laughs> how do you transition? Yeah, I don't know, but you looked right at me when yeah, you said speaking no, of embarrassing. No, a little, little bit. Okay, put your shirt back on. It'd yeah, be less well, embarrassing. Wow. Way to witness, Kevin. Way wow. to witness. Um, speaking of witnessing, um, Kevin, this week uh, you taught on. I tried. I did. So we're in a series. Yeah, we're in a series. Mind, soul, strength. Yep. Yeah. Um, why are we in the series? Why? Are, and and what's, <laughs> big what is, question. Big question. It's, it's interesting because we These are little words, Kev. We are. This is a pretty different mm-hmm. series um, series for us because most of the things that we're doing are pretty heady. Yeah, and then hopefully we'll work out into our lives. But this one is like, like feels like a psychology. Yeah. Yeah, we. It feels like a nice warm hug, is what someone mm-hmm. told me last yeah. Sunday. Yeah, but, <laughs> but and we, we that's it. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. That there's there's pushback on this mm-hmm. from people because they feel like, oh gosh, now you're just yep. throwing out your thoughts and psychology into this yep. and framing it around the scripture. Right. Yet, what if scripture is actually dictating these beautiful ideas about the heart, and the mind, right. soul? So right, which it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started the series with a conversation around mental health. We had Dave Verhagen, who happens to be on Journey on My Gosh, Mind. Journey on My Mind. Um, just like DM and we, Mind. Yeah, we had a conversation around just mental health and how it's not in opposition to um, spiritual things, spiritual formation. Actually, 
they are dying right now, the two of them. And I, <laughs> and I have no idea why. Because <laughs> I looked over at him. No, stop looking at each other. I'm sorry, Susie. I would just oh, like heart. the dear listeners oh, to know gosh. that this is what staff meeting is like and yeah. that I have to leave. And I am... <laughs> We lose all that this is like <laughs> Man, you, whose you idea? Are <laughs> <laughs> you beginning? It's off the rails. Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah. Who talk. invited Sam? I don't uh, know. I did. Kevin did. I, I thought it'd be good to have Sam morning. on here. Oh. Talk about serious things. Oh, God. God. Yes. I mean, people thought that Mike and Tim as a combination yeah, but is no, rowdy. It's, yeah, oh. and you bring oh. Sam in. Oh. Oh. I get ugly face laugh. So I know. Funny. I'm like Tim's the best through my heart and soul though. Like speaking of heart and soul, like yeah, yeah when it, when I'm around segue. him, yeah, let me segue. Yeah, speaking of what it's segue. good for your heart and soul. I don't know why I'm doing this, dude, but <laughs> I don't either. Um, oh, so sorry, everybody, dear listener. Oh, so we apologize. Tim for is laughing. good for your heart and soul. That's yeah, what I was yeah. gonna say. Okay, it's that's rare. Good. I laugh. Okay, like well, that. Hey, Kevin, why are we doing this series? Yeah, that's my big question. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know anymore. Hagen, yeah, like, um, my mind. we were. <laughs> now he's laughing again. No, yeah. Okay. Okay, go. Are we okay? Yep, you guys go. Okay. I think Edwin's on vacation this week too, so I don't yeah. even know how this is going to get edited. Yeah, no, that might not oh, ever edited. get posted. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Grant. I'm back. I'm back. So anyway, I'm back. So anyway, deep okay. rest. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so I hope you're enjoying our banter today. Yep. Uh, so we were attempting to respond to uh, what is what is generally um, a a a survey that was taken actually by Barna in the Nashville area about how part of the struggle for the gener younger generations is is the church seems to ignore mental health. Um, or even feels like it's in opposition to this idea. So we wanted to uh, step into that in a, and more than just do a, like a one-off or a, a, um, a podcast on it, but we wanted to speak to it on Sunday morning because we do believe that these things are connected to our spiritual development, our spiritual formation, however you want to say that, because how our heart, the condition of our heart matters, the condition of our soul matters, the con and, and how our mind in, is is working in and with those uh, immaterial parts of ourselves is is really, I think, how Scripture describes spiritual formation. The outward um, expression of our faith is rooted in these immaterial places. It's really hard to love people if you don't love yourself. It's really hard to love other people if you don't love God. And so... There's more than just an intellectual understanding of those things that's taking place in each of us. There's a physical understanding which is attached to our heart, our soul, and our mind. And so we've we've decided to engage this from the viewpoint of let's let's take a harder look at um, how the Bible speaks to the heart, how it speaks about the soul, how it speaks about the mind. Not so that we can you know just kind of have a, a fluffy idea about what those things are, but that we could actually go, okay, this is part of my spiritual formation. This is part of how I learned to love God and love people. Um, and and this week it'll be on the mind, but the week after it'll be about strength. Susie's gonna be bringing conclusion to the series around this idea of how it actually plays out 
in how we love each other. And so I think all of these things are spiritual formation. I think the connection is undeniable. Yeah, it's just interesting that it's been hijacked. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm. to talk about these things really makes a lot of Christians uncomfortable. Right. Because it's like, we want to talk about the Bible. Right. Give us scripture when Mm -hmm. scripture is full of these things. I was going to say, we are talking about it. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. And we are talking about, and, and the Bible is the story of relationship, right? It's the story of the relationship between God and his creation, and then how we interact with said creation. And we don't we don't just have relationship based upon information we have relationship based upon heart we have relationship based upon soul we we engage each other in meaningful dialogue and conversation but something in us also says i love you i i i want to encourage you i want to walk with you i want to be in relationship with you that goes beyond some kind of transactional event that takes place where we shake hands, make an agreement, have a prenuptial agreement that says, okay, if this doesn't go well, you get your stuff back, I get my stuff back. And and we move off an idea of what transactional relationship looks like and we move into this arena of unconditional um, acceptance, unconditional love, which is supposed to be how we engage with God and each other, but it's broken. And so the reforming of that is around this idea that rooted in what we tr- believe to be true about God and be true about our fellow humans matters. What we believe matters and how we see them matters. How we how we engage with somebody who is different than ourselves is is predicated upon, first of all, how my soul is in terms of my identity. Am I okay with my own identity so that I don't have to extract something from that person to bolster mm-hmm. my identity? Mm-hmm. Um, or <clears throat> how I feel towards them, and I can ask the question, why do I feel this way? And get answers to that question that actually form me rather than just allow me to allow these emotions to control me. So all those things are in play. Yeah, you talked about this just, weekend. That was a lot of words. Yeah, Sorry no, you, about did that. you did great. You did great. Um, you talked this weekend about the soul. Yeah, and how the soul is not something we have; it's something. It's who we are. Right. So, and you're you're yeah making it down to identity. It yes, is who we are. Boiled it into that because it's the soul is introduced in Genesis chapter one and chapter two um, when we are created. When humans are created, God creates us from the dust of the earth and he breathes life into us and that is the word for soul Mm -hmm. um and so there is an there's a connection between that physical and the soul that's inseparable if the soul leaves the body dies if the body dies the soul leaves i mean there isn't it's incompatible and we will be humans with bodies for eternity so that's the other part of it that i think people often forget the soul isn't like this separate floating entity out Mm -hmm. there but it is that eternal piece of you that is connected to the resurrected body forever so and the body you have now so the soul becomes who we are it is our identity and it's either rooted in this world or it's rooted in our relationship with the one who made us Mm. the creator and it is the battle for the soul. It really is. The world, the world is teaching you over and over again. You're only, you're only worth what you can produce. Well, or we you, did, we right. did a men's thing a couple of years ago around the lies of identity. <laughs> That's right? right. At least now there was three kings. It was Henry knowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tweet that was kind of based off of. But he said the, the tweet. <laughs> the three lies of identity are: I am what I have. I mm-hmm. am what. 
I do or I am what others think or say about me. Yeah. As far as like core yeah. places where we tend to get our, and a lot of, you know, a lot of things are, funnel, are, yeah. are funneled through that. And so. we believe that. Yeah, and we So we feed that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we try to extract it from other people. That's, that's why we get into relationships so that you make me feel better about myself. Yep. Yeah. And it's, um, or it's how you look. Like appearance is a big deal in mm-hmm. our culture. So, and that speaks to if I don't look right, yeah. my soul's not right. Yeah. And so we try to, and so we, the things that I said that crush the soul are condemnation, comparison, and there should have been another C, um, but it's uh, self-justification. They crush the soul. And so we find ourselves trying to, try to build up what only God actually can build up. And, and we go through life trying to extract that from each other. And so relationship becomes transactional. And you just talked about comparison equals discouragement. Mm-hmm. Sorry, discontentment and envy. Yes. I love that's that. What, yeah, that's... That being like the, the comparison is just all day long. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting what you just said, though, about we try to build up something that only God can build up. Mm-hmm. And we, we ended up talking probably a lot more like through the questions and stuff about yeah. this idea of rest and soul rest. Yes. And it's, it's just so interesting that the relationship between those two things, you know, the, the constant striving of, of the things that we think shape our identity and make us who we are. And then most of us, like at some point you burn out of that and you get really fatigued at a whole nother level. Yeah. That's, you know, soul tired. Yeah. Incredibly soul tired. Mm-hmm. And there, that's, they, Jesus said, come to me, you who are weary, and mm-hmm. I'll give you rest for your souls. And I, I think we hear that. We go, that sounds lovely, uh, but let me get this done first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to yeah, rest. Yeah, I need to go bury my father and mother. Right. <laughs> or whatever. It's, yeah, you fill in it's the like, blank. It's, it's, there's always something. Yeah. I'll do that when I do this. Yeah. Or after I pull my life together, then I'll go right. and do this. Because we and see it conditional. Yeah, we don't. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though we, it just makes us more weary. I'm sorry. I interrupted you, Tim. No, no. I was. I, I, it made me think that same thing made me think this week. And you were talking a little bit about um, the image bearing. Yeah. How we are image bearers. Yeah. And that, I mean, whatever. But it, it hit me with God rested on the seventh. Like there was actual mm-hmm. rest as an image yeah. bearer. That's actually part of yeah. bearing the image is finding yeah. the rest. Right. But we won't find rest. See, the problem is, is we try to find rest in like a vacation. We go on vacation to find rest. We might find some physical rest. Cinnamon we might, Beach. Yeah. Cinnamon Beach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And, and we might even disconnect from some of the striving, right? But we're still trying to fix our souls in a way that that doesn't engage God in the fixing. This is where the spiritual formation piece comes into play. And and if we're not engaged in some kind of spiritual formation for rest for our soul, the physical rest, sure, it's great. It 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 helps rejuvenate the body. There's a number of things. But if there's not a a sense of I'm reconnecting with the one who actually gives me rest, I think I think it's very um short lived rest. Well and I think that's Part of maybe the problem is that we think that that type of rest is the complete full rest that we're sure. that we're needing. Yeah, you know, and yeah, and it's it is a part of it, but it's not the whole. Right, right. it's just a piece. So. Right. Why does that sound so cliche? What I mm. just said. Yeah. Sorry. Like, no, no. I don't mean it to. It's cliches are cliches because they're true. Like it's yeah. It feels like such a Christian yeah. platitude. 
Because we don't do what we're doing right now. We don't actually sit and take the time to think about what, what that means. actually means. Yeah. And like, that's the goal of the series. And I mean, I say that as someone who's learning as we're doing mm-hmm. the series. Yeah, we all Even are. though I'm teaching yeah. half of it. But like, <laughs> I mean, I'm teaching what I'm currently learning. Like yeah. we don't, we don't take the time. I mean, we sit there and go, oh, yeah, we're going to love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. But we don't even know what the difference is between yeah. our heart and our soul. Yeah. And we don't know how that actually plays out because we don't. We don't stop and think about it and and ponder what God actually means enough because we're just taking these surface level sound bites that yeah, we've all yeah. grown up mm-hmm. with and and they've served a purpose for a time, but they they're not enduring when yeah. you just take the sign sound bite. Like you have to do the work of really understanding what it is that God is asking of us. Like He's asking something of you when He says that's that this is the greatest commandment. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. He's asking something of you in that. So what is that? Mm. What exactly is He asking of you when He says the greatest commandment, the that's most crazy. important thing you could ever do? is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, Mm -hmm. all of your soul, all Mm -hmm. of your mind, Mm -hmm. all of your strength. And he uses that word every time. And also to love your neighbor as yourself. Like that is so monumental and Mm -hmm. we've minimized it to like, Cross stitch on a pillow. I do. Yeah, yeah, word yeah, art. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. word, word art, which yeah. you know, I love my word art. You do. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's like we don't. We, I don't really fully understand what that means. I don't know that I ever will. But if if God is asking me to give Him my love in all four of these areas of my life, mm-hmm. yeah, what is He asking of me? Well, and I love that you're highlighting the idea. That it's not. Mm-hmm. A, it's not just. This is the greatest idea. It's like no. this is what. A, it's this not like, is and it's commanded. not if you feel up yeah. for it. Like if you feel mm-hmm. loving. So like, we better sweet. be after it. You, you know, know? Like, like that's hard. Yeah. You know. And practically, I loved Kev. You talked about um, Seuss. You just that was. Uh, if if anybody needs to just stop and go back, might go yeah. back like two minutes just to listen how Susie just or yeah. ten minutes and five seconds when you guys were dying laughing, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. which was good for my soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good for my soul for somebody that's to be rest, dying laughing. Right? That's yeah. your soul rest. Because people is. might actually laugh at that. Yeah. Or they'll I mean, go, "Wow, they are done." done. You do have yeah. contagious laughter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but Kevin, yeah, uh, you talked this weekend about coping. Yeah, and the different ways you gave it a classic example of just chewing or eating Candy. red vines or all that stuff no no not did you Twizzler. just said this. i said Twizzler. No. Which oh. i was fully <laughs> expecting a box of red vines to be in here today yeah. because no. like people love I you so much thought. in this church like i almost like said at the end like please do not send the man red vines <laughs> yeah please no do not Twizzlers. Send I, want, Twizzlers. I want the red vines Twizzlers. 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 yeah whatever Twizzlers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no send kevin red vines yeah. Yeah. no then yeah. you'll get them yeah i know exactly see we're we know yeah we're here yeah there you are but coping, so yeah. um, what's happening when I need to cope? Yeah. Um, what's being revealed? Right. Which is down to if this is the greatest commandment, he's going, yeah. this this is it, guys. Love mm-hmm. me with all your heart, mind, soul. Yeah. And if part of soul is I'm coping because my identity needs mm-hmm. something. Yes. Because I like fix my identity to make it. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm diminished. I'm somehow um, trying to rebuild or not or ignore or 
um, not address the hole in my soul or what what's actually. And so rather than actually go to the one who will give me rest and restore my soul, I will pursue something that just makes me feel numb or better. Mm. You yeah. either over-function or you under-function. Correct. I, I am, mm-hmm. I'm a person of extremes. And so I will, if, totally. if I feel disrespected or if I feel somehow um, unseen, I will work harder to be seen, to, to earn respect. So I, I go into a worldly mentality that says, you don't see me, you should see me. And this is how you should see me as competent, as smart, as these things. And I will prove to you that I'm that. Mm. When in reality, in my, in my um, identity with Jesus, I'm already that. He accepts me the way I am. And he says, don't worry about what the X and so people think of you. This is what I think of you. And rather than go there, I go, I'm going to prove to you. And so I strive. I strive for Mm. your affirmation. Mm -hmm. I strive for your approval. I strive for, and that's where I'm trying to extract from somebody else what I can only really get from God. That's good, man. Because yours will be fleeting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yours will be temporary. His is permanent. And you'll crash and burn trying to get his. Right. At some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Inevitably. And then the other part of it is if I feel like... um, this is this is this is part of me that I still wrestle. I wrestle with this. This is probably a bigger wrestle than that. I've kind of gotten over trying to get people's approval for the most part. There are moments though when it yeah. crushes my mm-hmm. soul. Yeah, um, but it's the um, the world feels hopeless, mm. and I don't know the role of the church, and I don't know my role in that, and what to do. And I will move to apathy and go. Mm. It's all going to hell in a handbasket. There's nothing I can do. I'm going to sit here and eat licorice because <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel better. That's yeah. I can do that, right? Yeah. Rather than <clears throat> understand that there's something in me that actually brings that about that that says God God's trying to speak to me, but I really don't want to hear what mm. he has to say. Yeah. Because what feels like the little I can do feels like I'm spitting in the ocean. It feels like mm. um, very little to help. Like it doesn't what, matter. It's not right. going to matter. It's, it, and, it's not going to make a difference. And he's saying, yeah, but the one in front of you, mm-hmm. the one in front of you, Kevin, mm-hmm. is not hopeless. Is not he? They need what you have. And so I have to go to that place. Yeah. And if I don't have a well by which I draw from, which is my true identity in Christ, then I, you know, that bag yeah. of licorice looks awfully appealing. Yeah. yeah, that's good, man. So how do we, if that's how, I mean, we're all coping. And I think you said you're a man of extremes, but I think we all, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah everybody has a cope. It's like, yeah. I'm but, either like. And what triggers your cope and my cope are different. Right. Yeah. But I, I either go to apathy and mm-hmm. just like out, or yeah. gosh, I'm going to do this to make yeah. Whatever. You turn into Tom Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's my alter ego, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what happens to, you know. And there are moments like you get overcome. You're and you live out of the overflow of those emotions. You live out of that overflow of your soul. And and if you can keep, if you can, if you 
can discipline. This is part of the spiritual discipline thing. I have to be able to separate, listen, hear from God. And, and oftentimes the voices of the world, the voices around me are much louder, if not incredibly drowning out the voice of God for me. So I have to, it takes it, I have to recalibrate to hear. Yeah. And part of my question was, and this is just something that dear listener, you get to think about too but what's it look like to not just go i mean part of it is just seeing it and going gosh for me it's when i'm overwhelmed yeah i freeze Hmm. i mean i just i freeze right and so i will either run to it run to something like yeah my gosh man i need a new guitar gosh let me get really proactive of like (laughs) looking up cool new guitar i mean i get all like nerdy yeah Yeah. but it's just me like avoiding because i'm like i'm so overwhelmed Right. I could just go do that or else I could just, I wish I could just go watch a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, so part of it's like just seeing it and going, gosh, there's something under the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm actually coping because of this yep. and I'm not seeing my right. value and who I am and who God is. Right. And just walking with him. Right. Um, so that's beautiful. And that's how you find rest for your soul. Well, it's how we start. Yeah. And I, I guess I think a lot of us might, need to just get to that there, place right just, just to admitting and going oh my gosh that's mm-hmm. it, this is what's being revealed mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i think there's a next step mm-hmm. of like then it's not just what's being revealed because i've known that for a long time right but i i miss it and i'm like oh no mm-hmm. i think I, you know i just yeah it goes right over my head mm-hmm. and i can get a whole day in and go oh gosh i just wasted yeah a whole ton of time yeah. So or I just put on five how do pounds. We, how do we yeah, yeah how do we then move to the next step of actually <laughs> making something happen yeah, that's the great question. I think there's there's a couple of things at play there. Is is once you recognize your copes, you ask the question why you're going there. Once you start to to realize those, I I recognize them now, mm-hmm. like out of the gate. Yeah, like I recognize yep. them, and sometimes I still do them. Yep. So the next part of that is is to be in a trusted relationship with people that you can talk to them about it. Yeah. Um, you all are trusted cohorts yeah. of mine and i've and you've even called me out on it seems like you're working a lot what what the hell's going on mm-hmm. um and so there's a conversation that can be had you've done it Susie. yeah okay and <laughs> if you see a bag of licorice on my yeah <laughs> jar continue yeah, yeah right Not that we don't want you to enjoy a twizzler once in a while I mean, yeah that's life yeah right and and yeah <laughs> swedish fish are great um but it's it's then a question of oh I'm, I'm feeling this. And so it's an identification of feelings and it's an identification of, I don't want to feel those things. And so then as I wrestle with those things, I move back towards my relationship with God now rather than move away. Most of the time in the past, I would move away because, because I always, not always, but a lot of times would lump God in with the problem. Mm. And so I had to separate those things. And so part of the part of the process for this is to be in a community that you can actually talk to people about it. They help you identify it. They they also you could be, this could be a therapist as well and this could be any number of different types of people in your life. But it is I think um I learned this in Plumline in 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 a variety of ways. And and so you find yourself then going, oh, okay, this is healthier. It's healthier to feel these things. Ask the question mm. of why I feel these things and why the gift of the feeling is directs me back to God. Yeah. Um, it's when that feeling that directs me away from God mm. is that I end up in these weird 
places. I end up in weird places in my mind. I end up in weird places with my soul. And I end up with weird places with my heart. And what I mean by weird is distant from God rather than allowing my emotions to push me towards God. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, for me, it's in my walks. My walks have become Mm. with -hmm. different guys. um, Again, not Christian walks, but like literal walks. Yeah, like Um, physically walking with somebody. Not so much about behavior modification. No, that's what it's always felt like. It's like don't do these things. Don't do these things. Yeah, right. But what's under the thing? Yeah, and then what's what does that look like? How do we yeah deal with that? Part of the part of the sin, like if we want to just say the word sin, part of the sin for me is not seeking the resolution with God, seeking right. the resolution in places where I never find resolution. That's that's put parking God away from me. Well, you're seeking the resolution in yourself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the world. Yeah. 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 And it, it just never But doesn't that reveal that there's something that you believe to be true about God? Yeah, that's Underneath. not quite right. Yeah, it reveals mm-hmm. again. And then that's my putting those things on God. That's just not true. Yeah. That underneath. he somehow won't receive me. He right. somehow won't accept me. He somehow won't forgive me. He somehow, that list is long. Or won't fill that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like only the world can. Like, yeah. Yeah. And Kevin, you've you've taught this for years. That that's actually <laughs> discipleship. Like discipling, yeah. being in a mutual discipling relationship is... Right is helping each other go, gosh, where are the places where we may not see God right. correctly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I yeah. might actually, it, my life is living out the fact yeah. that I actually don't believe this to be true about God. I actually, what I believe to be true God, about God is not my theology and in my mind. It's like, it's just, you you watch it play. I watch it when I'm in my overwhelmness. Yeah. You can see what I actually believe yep. to be true about God when I'm right. not going to him. Right. I'm like, eh, I don't know if he can actually fill this. Well, yeah. and here you are, a lead pastor of a church, having been in that role for years. Ever. <laughs> like, and you're saying you, you struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like, that's what's so cool is that it's yeah. an ongoing, like, I think we're so somehow we think like there's this place of arrival as Christians. Like it's just part of our culture, right? Is yeah. is transactional and achieving and checking off and growing and becoming. And and like what you're saying is like, no, the Christian life, the whole entire Christian life on earth is this constant like movement towards a way, towards a way, closer, mm-hmm. deeper. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that that also is something that we don't talk about enough, you know, because right. I, I have every week I talk to people who are like, I just don't feel God. I mm-hmm. don't know that he's there. And right. I'm not sure I believe in the same way I did. Right. And it's like, I just want to say, of course you don't because yeah. you're different. And so is he. And it's like, I mean, he's not, yeah. but like every relationship that you mm-hmm. have in your life grows and ebbs and flows mm-hmm. and changes. Yep. And, and life has punched mm-hmm. you in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so the, yeah, the way you experience God, totally, right, is it it, it changes and um, yeah, not and that just he like changes, in a marriage, yeah. right? Yep. Like in a long term marriage, you get to a point in your marriage where you feel like roommates, and there's not intimacy, right? So you have to go after that intimacy somehow. Like you have to, you have to like find that person. Well, you again. you have to get curious, totally. Really, like the like what is under, or uh, that's the beauty of like mm-hmm. what you're talking about going on these walks, like. What's really happening is curiosity around yeah. the why. Like, why is this happening? What is happening? Um, and I think that's beautiful. That's where I think we've been scared to be curious about because it's been so focused on, well, if I act like this or if I do this, right. then oh, mm-hmm. I'm just, there's hell. That's where I'm, instead of going, what, right. what's the why? What's under, why yeah. am I? What's under this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know? And just to set up where we're going is we're going to talk about the mind on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And part of this is, and this is, this is the part that's the hardest, is you have to tell on yourself to somebody you trust. Mm-hmm. And once you discover what you were just talking about, yep. you can go, okay, I get it. I got it in my mind. I'll mull it over. I'll think it through. I'll, I'll pray in my mind. I'll do all these things in my mind. Right. What we end up with then is... It's my problem. It's not our problem. Well, totally. and part, you've, I don't, you've probably heard it like the, the longest distance to travel is from your head to your heart, right? Yeah, and I right. think oftentimes, like, yeah. that's doing that kind of thing, like talking about it with somebody, like, mm-hmm. that, that's the shortcut. Those, not, not, not that there's a shortcut, but that's how you yeah. begin yeah. it. You that's know? that's how, you, how you get there. Yeah. And if you don't do this in community, if you don't, if you're not vulnerable about what we just talked about, you are keeping to yourself what ultimately somebody, if you tell on yourself to somebody, what I mean by that is to say, this is my tell, this is my struggle, this is my problem. Confess this is to my one sin. another. Right. Right. And then that person says, okay, I'm going to hold that. I'm not going to hold it against you, but I'm going to help you mm-hmm. by when I see it, I can say something. And you give permission. That's the relationship of vulnerability mm-hmm. that moves us forward in this walk. And because, do you know why? Because we're just blind to this stuff. Right. We are just blind to it in our, in our own minds. And we can justify it. We can justify it just right. about anything. Right. So, so Sam, we're going to... Um... We've got a lot of things we want to share with you. Okay. Oh, uh, great. So we're yeah. going to yeah. turn this podcast where we, where off. We, okay. Um, yeah. But Ange, come on in. Okay, um, guys. And we've got all your real. kids are going to oh, be here in hey a second. Hey, guys. This oh. is yeah. a carefrontation. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to carefront you really quick. So, guys, uh, thanks for being with us. Um, pray for Sam. Yeah. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram story and tag us at journey underscore TN. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app.